Welcome back. No means nerds. No means nothings. No means no necks. No means nakeds. To the mm. podcast where three absolutely, well, first I should say the name of the podcast, maybe. <laughs> no means nothing podcast. I'm out of podcast. I'm out of po- fucking shit. Wow. Okay, you wow. know what? I'm going to start. I'm going to start over. No, I can't no, no. Please it. leave it. Please. please. <laughs> you rarely fuck up. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the No Means Nothing podcast, the podcast where three absolute fucking idiots, as evidenced by my botched introduction, do their best to find the very best No Means No song of all time. Spoilers, there isn't one. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan. I'm Matthew, hello. And I'm Michelle, the icing on the cake. And uh, it's a real episode this week, as you can tell by my co-hosts. Sorry, not sorry for my little uh, interjection last week. We didn't have an episode because Michelle thought she could actually fucking go have a life, which is ridiculous. Uh, We've corrected that. She She enjoyed it very, very much. Very much. She's a good time. A good time. Oh, I use actual vacation days. I it's always wonderful vacation days to go for home and I, see oh, your man. family, your wonderful, I, loving I, family. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sometimes God. that's good, but I don't. They're not listening. I used actual vacation days for that. Ooh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, yeah. We know. Right? Yeah. I'm sure there are many listeners sue. out there who can relate. I'd like to sue. So yeah, we're back. We have four <laughs> like great soup. songs. Uh, I want to sue the soup. No soup. Or no suing. No soup for you. For you. No soup for you. I actually had goulash um, for dinner. Oh, nice. Yeah. I have not had dinner yet because dinner was late tonight. And so uh, I just had to come up. So I'm going to be a hungry little boy. I did not pour myself a stiff drink tonight because otherwise I'd be fucked up because I got nothing in my belly. Speaking of which, let's uh, let's dive in a little bit to what we're drinking. You all know what I'm drinking. Is this going to be our first whiskey. entirely dry? No, Michelle's drinking something. No, Michelle's I'm having drinking. the real thing. Oh, okay. I got, I'm drinking. I got... I got whiskey. I'm just not okay. drinking a lot. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to have yeah. a little bit of this. Mm, smells good tonight, too. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Michelle, what, what are you doing tonight? Oh, oh baby. Oh, that was good. Oh, yep. Oh, oh right that was ba- good. <laughs> oh, my God. Excuse me. You got a little chub, don't you? A little beer chub. That sounds good. That's I'm telling you, man, that's a whole fucking AS. There's got to already be an ASMR genre for opening. Oh, of course there is. Unless and, there, there must be. And, yeah, I'm well, having and, a real And Guinness has to Guinness. be at the top of it. Nice. I well, got I a, mean, yes, good. I got a four-pack tonight because, God damn it, I wanted one. But, yeah, you're but still But I got a four-pack the... of the fake stuff, though, so. Okay, well, that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I had and fake Matthew, stuff last night. What's your libation for uh, Esta Noche? Uh, well, I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm still not drinking alcohol. Which is great. Um, it's Congrats. over two months now, which is uh, pretty pretty decent. Jesus. Or a glass of wine on what would have been amazing. my dad's 83rd birthday. Um, right. Yeah. little exception. Um, but, uh, yeah, tonight I have a clever sangria. It is a um, mocktail sangria. Nice. So we'll see what that's that actually like. sounds oh, really nice. fucking good. Sangria's yeah. got so much flavor, and the alcohol isn't the biggest part of it. Not I bet you it's going to taste... Yeah, but it's gonna taste good as good as fuck. What color is it? Is it like pink well, or something? Sangria. Pink or red, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's green. Is it sangria green? No. It's usually red wine based. Yes, I know. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. I was being an asshole. Ha <laughs> ah. <laughs> So, uh, cheers to both of you. While we, well, no, I need to know how to taste, Matthew. You got to take a sip. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have yeah. a report. Let's do it for me. He smelled yeah, it, it looks first. Good. 
That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Are you all right? Yeah, no. Oh, that's good. Right. Well, you had to yeah, yeah. get it on the pot. You didn't chew it. Well, you can't. Yeah, it doesn't look so chewy. It looks more sparkly and yummy. Excellent. Well, listen, everyone at home, pop them if you got them. You know how we love to hear what you've got drinking. Hopefully, someone's out there walking Teddy, popping a cold one, yes. maybe. You've got someone on the beach because it's fucking summer. You're popping a cold oh. one. You've got some friends down in Brazil, I think, maybe Argentina. Hopefully, you're out somewhere cool as no fuck. shit. I really enjoy looking at our Instagram account and all the people that, yeah. that, that have followed us and getting to see where they are. People have got some cool ass shit going on. I know we all just post the good parts of our lives on Instagram. Right. That's fine. But still, cool ass shit. I love to see it. It's, it's a hell of fun. We should, uh, we should start some only post work. just terrible <laughs> shit. Yeah, probably. There's some shit that happened to me today that sucked. I think everybody I should do that. I, I there try to be do one that. Day I think that. you should. You should. Uh, people should be honest about shit. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, out there, post them if you got them. Uh, not post them. Fucking Jesus Christ. This is going to be a long one for me, I think, folks. Wow, drink them uh, if you got them. Uh, don't drink and drive. Uh, feel free to drink on the toilet. You know how it works. So uh, and don't say bass to... when you mean bass. Uh, now I'm going to be fucked all. You had to say it. Now I'm <laughs> fucked the whole podcast. Okay. <laughs> bass, 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 bass. Say that in the mirror seven times and Rob appears. All right. Uh, so we're going to go ahead, I think, and get started. Yeah. Our Can we first... just talk about this first pairing? I mean, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's kind of crazy that terrible machine evoked can i say them sure do it well it's paradise versus lost so what we have right? is paradise, paradise lost. lost paradise lost <laughs> yeah yeah today's episode is brought to you by milton apparently and uh it's pretty fucking <laughs> wild pretty wild yeah i that's one of my low-key favorite parts of this whole process is just the randomness and how it brings up some pretty cool shit and i'd have to say like the two pairings together again are sort of like anyway they have some some parallels but uh yeah yeah totally. paradise paradise versus law so we've got paradise off of sex mad you kill me 1986 that was uh up on episode 25 and uh both matthew and michelle voted for that where i voted for under the sea so it mm. came out over under the sea it was not a unanimous oh. decision I, I would stand by my decision. I think I'd still vote really? for the sea. Yeah. Um, and Lost, which is off of Worldhood of the World as such, 1995, and of course off of the zero plus two equals one and a half, the version with Andy. That was uh, in episode eight, so early mm. on, mm -hmm, uh, up against mm -hmm. Slave off the tour EPs. And that was a unanimous decision. Lost, uh, I think, easily swept Slave aside, which I would also still agree with 1,000%. Though Slave would have done better would have, against something else, I think, for me. Least, it might have. It might have. It's still my least favorite of the tour EP songs, but still a good one. Um, saying the least favorite no means no songs like saying, oh, it's the least beautiful expensive diamond. I mean, what do you get fucking up? Uh, so we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, I start off this week, but before we dive into Paradise Lost and make our way <laughs> through the circles of hell guided by Lucifer, we are going to... Hear a little bit of the pastiche of these songs. Yeah. 
Paradise and Lost. Clips. So a reminder of how we do it now for those that uh, are new to the podcast. There are none of you. But if you were, we break this into rounds, right? So all three of us are going to go on this first topic around. We're going to kind of compare and contrast the songs, talking about lyrics, performance, how where the lyrics fit the music, personal highlights, things that bug me, you, them, etc. Then we'll do the second round, which is how representative the song of No Means No is of No Means No as a whole, what place it occupies in the oeuvre, No Means No, Bruh. and uh, I think a very interesting little bit of would we introduce a newbie to No Means No using either of the songs? And then, of course, we vote. So I'll, I'll go ahead and get it started. So Paradise versus Lost. Um, two fucking completely drastically different songs. One from the really fun, musically ambitious uh, goofy side of the ledger, I would say, in Paradise. And then Lost, which is the more sort of banger, anthemic, uh, uh, right in the wheelhouse groove kind of uh, uh, lane of No Means No. Mm. But both really, really good songs. I, I think I have often in the past, and probably was on the last episode, a tad dismissive of Paradise. It has never been a song that hooked me super hard. Um, I... I'm not really ashamed, but it was certainly one of those ones that when I would listen to Sex Mad, I would I skip it. I would, I would, I, I would hit that fast forward button. But like many songs of that nature, doing this podcast, when I listen to it deeply and again and again and again, and with headphones and really try to hear past the surface of it, it's absolutely grown on me. This is a great fucking song. It's fucking hilarious. Mm. What a great, uh, what a great kind of ca- encapsulation of youthful boredom and the. To just fucking like, is this really going to be my life working in a paint store? And this is bullshit. I hate working for the man. <laughs> All this. It's it's really got a 20s energy to it of working bullshit retail. Um, I love the playful energy of the of the, the vocals in particular, the way they've layered them. You've got Andy out front in one of these just laconic ugh, board. <laughs> and you've got in the background, this, the, 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 both Rob and uh, Tom, not Tom, Rob and John, like layers back, saying things, repeating things throughout the whole song, kind of overlaid that you can easily miss. You've got these great <laughs> fucking musical sections that just are, are, more complex than they have any right to be with a song like this, frankly. Oh, that's lines are a fucking nice good. line. More complex than they need to be. Well, it's just no, on, no, but I like, no, you know I, what I, I mean? know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's a it's a it's a fun fucking song. And I think it mm-hmm. falls in a good place in the album. It's a good palate cleanser from some of the more anthemic, heavy, rocky, like hardcore shit that comes kind of towards the end of that album, like Manic Depression and, you know, uh, Revenge and shit like that. This is this is a fun song. It's just fun. And I still one of my favorite parts is the if you can think of anything to say, write us care of the address on the back of this record. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know, I just, it's so fucking funny. I, I, I to this day, I wish what got to ask Andy at some point, did they ever get anything? That they think was because oh. they asked for it on the back of this album. Like, Let, yeah, had I, that's funny. I never, I never sent anything right until I sent Rob that letter. That's the first time I ever fucking reached out to him. So, yeah, Paradise, great song. Uh, I'll probably have a little bit more to say about it in a second. But to pivot to Lost, Lost is it's fucking great, and and I think not more than other pairings where you've got uh, two where you've got the two versions on zero plus T equals one and a half and, and the studio. But I, I appreciate both of these versions 
of Lost for different reasons. I there, there are a, a lot of these pairings that I prefer one or the other pretty distinctly. Not so on this one. There are elements of both that I really, really like. But still, I think the zero plus two equals one and a half version wins out for me because it's got a a kind of hardcore rawness and and, yeah. and crunchiness that is mm-hmm. just fucking good. And Andy, when I was really listening to it close this time, Tom does a great job with the guitar, but mm-hmm. there's just that knife's edge uh, uh, grittiness that's kind of uh, kind of subtle in a sense of like where Andy is really letting loose with those textures in parts that do not happen in the studio version where you can tell in a way that, I don't know, Tom just didn't feel as free to do that, but Andy was just kind of given these subtle textures. There's also the keyboard in, in that version in the zero plus right, right. one and a half, which adds a shit ton uh-huh. to it. I love that keyboard. Um, and I just think this song fucking slays. It is so good. And it's probably one of my favorite tracks off of Worldhood. It's also the one for me that proves I was wrong about my when I disparage the production on this album. It makes me know that the production on the other songs is intentional, which doesn't mean that I don't have issues with it, but it wasn't just like a bad production. When they wanted to get it right, they could. And this one, like the bass is really up front. One thing that Parker pointed out to me, which I thought was really interesting, Parker's my kid who loves Snow Meets Snow. He he loves the vocal performance in this, but he he in comparing it to zero plus two equals one, which is what the song would have ended up on or could have right because it was recorded mm-hmm. it was written during that time. Rob is uh, has more reverb a little bit, just a little bit in zero plus two equals one, so he sounds farther away and just kind of uh, more uh, epic almost and uh, more anthemic, and it's mm-hmm. more uh, just straight up in worldhood. He's he's right in front of the mic. There's really not much effects processing on it and i i i don't know i think i'd I, I would love to have heard what this would have been like had it been recorded really with the zero plus two equals one sessions but in any event it's they're both great versions funny that one of them starts off with andy that's the clearly the one and a half version with his guitar picking and then the other one starts off with john doing the little snare the snare hit um but the song's just so fucking good and you know for a long time uh, I had, I didn't really know what the song was about, and I, I hadn't thought about it too much. I would try to wrap my head around it. And I think last time I listened to it, cracked it a little bit, feeling like it for myself, thinking like it was, you know, kind of a post-apocalyptic piece about, you know, people being lost in some fascistic, uh, fascistic world. But this time I, I've backed off, not backed off on that, but I think it's, I, I've, I felt it a little bit more in relation to some of their other songs, and in particular to I need you strangely in the sense of this is another aspect of how the I needs the other, but in the sense, in a very particular sense of how our sense of self-preservation can make the I seem so much more important and can literally make us fuck over others in really desperate situations like running away from them and saving ourselves or turning or turning them in to the authorities and all this kind of shit that we think is going to save us. And yet when that's done, we've lost everything. We're lost like because we don't have the other. That's all we actually in the end wanted. And then we don't have it anymore. And it keeps talking about that in all these different ways. It keeps, you know, you you screamed that I sold you out, that there had to be something I could do. But what chance did we have? I said just us two. Right. This this feeling of like, you know, the, the narrator of the song really fucked someone over, but only out of self-preservation. And now they're just really regretting it. But it's that other sort of arch sense of how important the other is. But when it's 
when we're panicked or when the I, my existence is threatened, we might just give that up. But you're going to fucking regret it. You're going to sit there watching the TV, trying to get through. You're going to call and call and call. That's all you want to do is make contact again. You're not going to be happy sitting there going like, well, at least I'm alive. No, you're going to be living in regret the rest of your fucking life. You're going to be living in the land of the lost. Living in the land of the lost. That's right. right. Of of missing. Yeah. Of of, uh, missing parts. Right. Missing parts. The part of yourself that's missing. Mm -hmm. So from not knowing at all what it's about to having a kind of literal interpretation to now I really feel like it fits into that dialogue, especially that Rob has with the I and the you, the I and the other, in a very particular way, in a very scenario-driven way, but in a way that's very universal, right? This is an experience that fortunately I've never had to have, but millions of people throughout time have had to have. Do I save myself or do I save the other? And do any of us really know until we're in that situation what we would do? Many of us would like to think, oh, of course I would sacrifice myself for someone I love. If not, if to say nothing of a stranger, but would we? You don't know until you're in that position. And uh, I do know that if for myself, if I ever didn't make the right choice, yeah, I would like this narrator. I would fucking regret it for the rest of my life because that's in the end, what ends up being most important is your own, uh, is your connection to the other. That's what defines you. So Hmm. I just appreciate the lyrics in this more and more and more every time I listen to it. It's really fucking great. And Rob's vocal performance is so fucking good. They're all their vocal performances are great. Andy's I like above uh, Tom's in their parts of it, but Tom is still really fucking good in this. And I, one of the things that I really drilled into musically with Lost This Time That I Love is how the, there's the subtle difference in the main riff between the guitar and the bass. You know, the guitar is just the but the bass has an extra uplift. It's just this great, and when they play together, it's just so fucking good. It is. And 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 in, in the zero plus two equals one and a half, the bass comes in so thunderously at times in ways that it doesn't quite do in the same ways in the in the studio recorded version i just fucking love it sounds so good good. he sounds so good it's so good and the the two of them together are just so good and of course john with the the little snare hits and then everything else about it they're all playing so well together john's uh the the three-part harmony they go into not harmony necessarily but when they're doing like the three different vocal parts that overlap is so fucking good this is an absolute top tier no means no song it is so so fucking good uh, and it's very coherent to me. And I think as much as I've grown to appreciate Paradise, it still doesn't have a cohesion. I still don't feel like it all comes together for me. I can appreciate every part of it. I appreciate the lyrics being the snottiness, the delivery. I appreciate the fuck out of the different sections. I appreciate the musicianship. Uh, for some reason, it just does. It still doesn't fully congeal into a song that makes me go, fuck yeah. I was way better. It's it's risen way higher in my esteem than it was originally because I finally fucking paid attention like I should have. <laughs> but I put it against something like Lost and I, I don't it doesn't have the cohesion to me that that even other songs on Sex Mad do for some reason. Um, but I, you know, I, I think they're both really, really fucking good songs. And again, from two very, very different sides of the of the no means. Yeah. Uh, yep. So. Mm-hmm. I probably just gonna things I haven't say that I'll regret, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it on, Michelle. What do you think of these two? I just burped. Okay, uh, I'll start out with Paradise, and uh, I wrote O P P F T. Right, Matthew. <laughs> the way the song starts out, huh? 
And, yeah. and I rolled some googly eyes there. Another example of when you listen to this band and, and say to yourself, just what in the hell is this? This The beginning of it sounds like, you've mentioned so this before, Jordan, where it's like, it sounded like they dropped a needle in the middle of the record. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's tremendous. It's great. They're, they're too good to be uh, compartmentalized. There's yeah. a hodgepodge of gnarly in here once again, and, and listening to it, John once again is is just so impressive to listen to i like uh andy's monotone but i I really get a kick out of that you know i was born it's so funny so funny uh going against lost is uh, a compelling competition here i love the seriousness boom doom gloom of lost but i equally love the composition and craftsmanship of paradise It's also filled with a bit of humor once you listen to the lyrics and how they're delivered. So I'm lost. This song is so good. This incredible buildup. And by the way, this was the song when I was sitting up with Blair in New York. I think it was at the Knitting Factory. Am I right? Was it the Knitting Uh, Factory? No, we were with Blair sitting up in the Brooklyn show. There was a Knitting Factory show, but it was the Brooklyn show, which was well, not the Knitting Factory. Well, I was sitting, with, sitting Blair up with Blair up at the Knitting Factory, too. Yeah. And I think you were, no, you were there at the Knitting Factory, too. I was there I don't both. know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it was the Knitting Factory. Okay. And they played this, and that's where I had my hand on the knob <laughs> yes. for Rob. And then when he comes in, bow, 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 bow. oh, God, this bass sounds so good there. Yeah, oh, and, yeah. and I Fuck turned yeah. it up. It was just, oh, God. Uh, yeah, but that's the first time I met you, Jordan, where I was up in the booth with Teddy Bear Blair. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, great use of tritones in this song, right at the mm-hmm. point when the verses come into just just pure anxiety. Once again, the simplicity of John hitting the snare. I want to talk about this. That is so clever to me. That 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 snare just hit. That that's just playing underneath the uh the i don't i don't know what what are they the the lyrics i guess or not the lyrics but the help me you mean the, just the, the riff the, what the verses the verses yeah, the verses. Or what, 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 yeah whatever just just that just snare hitting that yeah yeah it's so fucking good it's so good it's so intelligent it's like a ticking time bomb right it's so intelligent to me yeah uh, and, and there's, like I said, tons of tritones in this song for the anxiety, and it's got just this great riff. Um, to compare it to its competitor, it's a googly-eyed, anxiety-ridden onslaught, and you can't not like it. Excellent. Like it. Fuck Thank yeah. You. Nice. Thank you. All right, Matthew, what you got? Yeah. Uh, well, again, yeah, Paradise Lost. The, which, which one's, <laughs> one's going to fall? Um, That's right. Um, to hell. Paradise, yeah, that is a really good uh, characterization of like just dropping, dropping in the middle of the record. Um, but yeah. The co- comparison between the the songwriting, me, uh, Paradise is just so intense all the way through, and it's um, there is some, there's a lot of variety. I mean, there's that whole ska part, and you know, yeah, right. Um, there, there is a little bit of uh, you know room in it where near the end, where uh, sort of a little bit slow. That sort of stuff, but in general, it's the same intensity all the way through. While Lost has uh, so much contrast, Um, you know, in terms of the quiet and loud and crescendos and decrescendos, there are no crescendos and decrescendos in Paradise. It's always just like turned to eleven almost the entire thing. (laughs) 
Um, I, I really I like that. It's like switching channels almost. Hmm. Um, yeah. They're just like instantly they're They're perfectly synced up because they're very seem very unrelated to each other. Certain parts in, in, um, in paradise, but they, you know, obviously, oh, they interesting. Up, but they're very, very yeah. different musically. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the, the lyrics, I mean, huh. such as they are, are, um, you know, perfect for what they, what it is, you know, the performance manic and amazing. I'm just wondering whether it could be, or was it ever performed live? I don't remember enough about no means no shows to remember whether I'd ever actually seen it. Um, and mm. I didn't see that many Andy shows either, or whether that, you know, Tom would have taken over that, uh, laconic, um, spiel that, uh, Andy does so well, um, Obviously, I bet, totally they, I bet they never played it with Tom. I bet you they never played it with Tom. I can't Probably not, except that Tom no. definitely would have. I mean, he maybe he could have. He uh, could have yeah. improvised his own sh- shit yeah. over top uh. of it because he certainly. Ah. It's a song about Victoria. Um, right. Well, for sure. Right. Said that yeah, before. for sure. I mean, growing up in Victoria, there's just like so much froth going on, just like in terms of yeah. the the angst of the of the kids and everything like that. But then just it's so boring. A lot of the other <laughs> time, it's just a beautiful little. Um, beautiful little town by the ocean on an island um touristy um but uh, also a lot of uh, you know poverty and <laughs> other things going on a lot of class problems and that sort of stuff but um yeah in terms of the lyric it's, it's boredom versus chaos uh, lyrics compared mm. to the um uh, to the music it's very much victoria um in lost um yeah, again, it's there are themes that go through the whole thing, but there's a lot more uh, sort of tidal action, I would almost say, um, where there's there's more more contrast and quiet parts. Mm. Uh, in terms of the performance, though, uh, everybody does their thing, um, and they trade off well. I, I love every. Um, aspect to it. There's a part where they're all singing at the same time. I've res- described No Means No songs as a braid before where oh, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. it's just like so it, it, you can see the individual streams but they're you know, uh-huh. a, a perfect unit. And um, yeah. one thing I really like about the song I don't know, I c- might have mentioned this last time. I can't think of any other examples but they have actually used some of Andy's vocals from the 0 plus 2 equals 1.5 uh, in, in this. So this is one of the Are- only yeah, no, I'm, I'm really positive. Yep, yep. Oh, wow. So huh. it's the only song where all four of them are in it. Which Maybe. parts do you think did they, um, did they do that for? It's it's not, uh, no, it's, um, well, I found I'm lost. That's yeah, slander. you don't think that's John? It feels to me like that's John taking over oh, Andy's right. parts in that scene. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I sometimes thought hard that to... was John singing. I know those two sometimes. It's, it's really tricky, though, because I thought the same thing you did. It sounds, I, I, it could be Andy. It could be. It could I be. think they might have taken the tracks because it's really, really identical from, uh, it's mm-hmm. one of the few things that is it's pretty much the same. I could easily be wrong, but um, yeah. in any huh. case, it made me think they were all four. <laughs> but yeah, 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 for sure. It's certainly nice to, to think about That's that. interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know that we ever figured that out. I suppose we could ask Andy about that. Yeah. Um, well, he might not know because he wasn't involved in that recording, right? Whether they lifted it or not. He, but he'd be wouldn't. able to tell if that was him. If it was him. No, that's true. If that's it was true. himself, <laughs> yeah. Um, the lyrics and music, it's so, it's so stark. Um, it conveys exactly what the, the lyrics are about. It actually sometimes reminds me of... Um, 
that movie poster uh, from the Hitchcock movie, uh, North by Northwest, where there's this mm. guy running away from the mm-hmm. plane. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's a good pull. Kind of reminds me of that, like an open plane where you know, there's nowhere to hide. Um, and oh. it's definitely sort of a myth- one of the mythological. Um, yeah. What are the Nomi Zone mythology songs? Um, mm-hmm. I certainly. Um, let's see what else I got. Yeah, my notes are very scribbly today. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. What I like in particular about uh, Paradise is the fact that uh, there's, there's so many different bits and you make them all work. Um, and there's so much ska stuff. In it. That's so good. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, and I think my favorite thing is is the little introductions, which I think have to be John, um, like, uh, and uh, there's an Andy going. Uh, it's a very James Bo- James Brown esque. Ha ha ha. Um, yeah. And then they actually do a that chick chick thing that they do in ska music. But, uh, I love the piano flourish at the end, of course. Um, right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Things that bug me about it uh, very little, um, except that uh, when you listen to the original mix, um, it's it's faster and it's a little sillier, a little more um, out of control, maybe. Oh, I've um, never heard that. Oh no, the original "You Kill Me" mix. Haven't you? Okay. Anyway, yeah, it's it's easier to pull uh-huh. out the lyrics as well. Uh, it's much much huh. easier to hear them, um, and I kind of wish that you could hear them better in the you know more common version but at the same time i do like how it's it's kind of like you have to really listen for it you have to really work yeah Yeah. um let's see and uh what things i really like about lost uh, i really like the repetitive snare i love the keys in the uh, oh my god one and a half version Mm -hmm. um and then the bass in the bridge is just so oh my god like the peel of a bell Yes. That is the best. I mean, that's one of the simplest things that Rob plays in any song, and it just is so. Oh. Man. So good. Shit. I really like the guitar, Tom's guitar, actually. Yeah. The angular, more Andy ish guitar in the Zero Plus Two and a Half version. I like it, but I actually really like the guitar. It's a little rounder, a little more. I don't know. Uh, maybe more in tune with the. Uh, I don't know whether Andy's type of playing would have been so in tune with the rest of the stuff on Worldhead. Um, no, no, that's a good pull. That's a good pull. It wouldn't. It it, it does hmm. situate hmm. the album with the rest of the album, right? It wouldn't. You couldn't. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it used to be that I huh. um, could would always say uh, that I like the zero plus two, two equals one and a half version better, but now I, I don't. I don't know. If I could decide uh, yeah. which one I like better. Um, one thing that's I a good song though, don't right? Like them. Oh yes. Yeah, you can hear two different versions and exactly. you no, like them absolutely. both. That's awesome. Uh, yep. one thing I don't yep. uh, like about the positioning of the song of uh, maybe it, it would depend on my mood I think, but I don't like Predators right after it. <laughs> it's a very wrong mood for me. It <laughs> is like, although it's interesting that it's too <laughs> it is interesting that it's two it's two Andy era songs though, right? Because Predator's another one. Predators mm-hmm. goes back for them really fucking early. There's like a 1981 college or like high school basketball court. No yeah, yeah. fucking oh, yeah. like that they were they playing that, that shit with Predators? Andy. Yeah, yeah. It goes way back early, oh, early, God. early. But yeah, you're right. It's very just it's thing. very jarring. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Anyway, that's uh, all I get to say about it. 
that part of the round. Nice. All right. All right. Um, I'll start second topic round. And one thing I forgot to say is that I had mentioned last time, and I listened for it even closer this time, and I'm 100%. It's in both versions. Uh, I, I think it's Andy on one and John on the other. When there's that, um, when the guitar is going like, there's also someone going, like making that noise over it. So they're like adding to the guitar distortion because you can hear Andy going, and he like go like has a lilt at the end, and it adds in such a cool ass fucking. Listen to it carefully. Listen to it again, and when they're doing that part where Andy's guitar is going, or Tom's guitar is going like. You can hear someone going like, it's fucking great. But but then I've also heard somebody humming on the where where Rob's playing that bass. Maybe I've heard somebody humming in the back. Yeah, it could be. I think there's more to the production than we see. Um, have you guys heard anyway, anybody uh, humming in that? I have not. It, I have not. I don't know. But the, but the gek, gek, gek part is so fucking good that now I hear it. Jeez, it, I, I got to go back it. and listen to that. How did I know so, that? So songs representative of No Means No as a whole. Both of these, I think, are in a sense. Like Paradise really is like um, like how they can be fun and goofy, but fun and goofy and it's with fucking utter virtuosity and complexity yeah. underneath. I mean, it's like, yeah. are you fucking kidding? I mean, Ma- yeah. Matthew, you talking about how it's like changing channels. That's fucking, that's, that's exactly yeah, right. I like that's that. exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it is representative in a certain way, a certain way. Yes. Lost, I think is very representative. I think it represents their virtuosity. I, I do think it's a very fun song. I think it has the lyrical ambiguity, but, but, the kind of lyrics that you can really just fucking dive into and think about over and over and still never come to a, a a clear, you know, final understanding of what it means. Great fucking vocal performance from Rob. Yes. Um, But the other one has that great sense of like how they're so playful and you've got these layers where they put the inner, like you, both of you mentioned the interjections and shit, which are so fucking good in paradise. So these are representative of the oeuvre as a whole. I do think that maybe lost, sits higher on that if there's if there's a scale maybe there's not a scale that's just my own subjectivity but they do they fit firmly in in lanes although i think paradise sits in a lane that's like the lane that just shows how undescribable they are so it's not like oh it's this lane it's like no right this is a lane that shows no means no it's like you can't fucking say what this song is what are you gonna say what genre is this you can't Mm -hmm. fuck you like it's not gonna it's not a democracy fuck you um, They're too good to be compartmentalized. They, they are That's too good to be compartmentalized, yep. and this is this is a really good example of that. And lost mm-hmm. to 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 move into the newbie part of it. it. It's funny. I was talking to Parker as I often do on our walks about this, about these songs, and he mentioned that Lost is the one that he plays first for anybody he's introducing the band to. That's oh, his wow. go-to newbie song. And the more I listen to it, I'm like, actually, that's really fucking good because it's not off-putting. It's really hardcore, but it's also very melodic. The lyrics, the way that Rob sings them and does his, um, you know, sing, he, he both sings and does his seek, speak singing. It's got all of that in it. So it's got all the representative bits, but it's it's really engaging. And I think it is something as an outsider you could listen to and go like, oh, that's fucking good. Right. Like, yeah. So yeah. I think it's I actually am coming around. I think it's a I think it's a really fucking top tier newbie song to introduce people to because it slaps. It fucking slaps every part <laughs> it of it. Slaps. <laughs> and Matthew, another thing you pointed out, which I think was good, uh, or, or was really salient rather, is that it isn't one note, right? There are songs, I mean, we're about to hit a song later in this podcast that isn't a, is a 
is a consummate one note song, but in a really, really good way. Um, and in terms of, in terms of the, the interplay of it, but yeah, there's something about paradise that is, it doesn't give me time to rest in, in a certain way. Whereas lost has that texture. It has a rhythm. It has a tide, as you said. Um, but I think both of you were fucking spot on in what you said. I think, you know, I, I would inter- I, I wouldn't introduce paradise. I would say that in terms of introducing a newbie, I have a hundred percent never ever would say, Hey, listen to this. I don't even know if there was a Frank. It's not because I don't like the song. It's just, I, there's so many songs stacked above it that I would recommend to somebody if they were first getting into no means no, or been into them a little while. This is one I'd let people discover on their own paradise. Whereas lost, uh-huh. I think I would, I would put up front for somebody for sure. Hmm. So there's that Michelle. What do you think of those? Interesting. I, I, I'd like your reasoning with playing it or not playing it. Cause it's, it's a tough question to, to answer really. It Cause is. it depends on the person. Are you sitting in a room listening to music together? Are you at a party? Right. I, I don't know. It's, it's tough. Uh, paradise. Would I play this for someone? Yes. Would I play it for someone to say, sit down and listen to this? No, but I'd still play it. Now I would play lost, sit down and listen to this. Because it's kind of fucked. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, I mean, Paradise is... It, it's its its like... I, I've, I've referred to one of their other songs. It's just so condensed. It's like a mm. fucking tumor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a tumor! And, and, well, <laughs> yeah. It is! It's yeah. just this gnarled mess Cancerous of... Cancerous growth. Yeah. Teeth and yeah. hair. It's very, very condensed. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, if you're talking about that kind of music, yeah, I'd, I'd play that for somebody. But if you want to play something out of these two, which is like, listen to this, immediately you've got a bunch of stuff to discuss about how the song starts. And that, and, and I'm so intrigued, again, by that goddamn snare drum. Yeah. Like, talk about pulling it all out and just putting a bare minimum in there. But yeah. even that bare minimum sounds so colossal. And so intentional, I, I, right? Like it's what's I, I, yeah. needed for the song. He it, did it because like, it, it's, it's like what's little needed. Stabs and little pokes yeah, and just yeah, yeah, like yeah. oh, it's fucking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. John's a goddamn genius. That's right. I'm really, but with this podcast, I'm really admiring John's work. Oh, big time! So much more than I ever did before. I mean, I, I as a composer, I like, not just a drummer, yeah. as a fucking yeah. composer. Uh, well, Jesus. yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and just what he's doing back there. Yeah, yeah. I, Oh, God, Agreed. he's just, he's too good. Agreed. All right, not, I think I human. said my stuff. All right, yeah. Matthew. Yeah, uh, Paradise, yeah, it's certainly representative in the fact that the incredible chops uh, and tightness and the humor mm-hmm. um, in it um, and Lost maybe quintessentially representative of, mm. of No Means No, I would say. Um, I don't know that uh, Paradise is super important in the, the grand scheme of things in terms of no one's knows work um lost i think is extremely important um it's a bridge between eras because uh, uh, you know whether or not that oh. was john on yeah, the worldhood version it is a song where mm. uh, all members over time mm-hmm. except maybe Kim, Kim, Kim Kempster, um played on it and uh mm-hmm. it mm. uh certainly is one that uh, you know, uh gave me a lot of hope because i had heard this one long before uh, it came out on Worldhood, uh, so I knew it was floating around in there, um, and yeah, it belongs. It, it belongs easily in, in sort of the uh, earlier and later periods. It can really just sort of stand on its own. It's such a. It's it is unique. Uh, it, I could probably pull out some other songs that are similar to it, but um, 
it really stands on its own for me. Um, mm. Yeah, for Paradise, I don't think that I would introduce a newbie to it. It's going to be just a little too chaotic. Um, it's funny, uh, but you'd have to be pointing that out because I don't think a newbie's going to really listen carefully. And there's a lot of in-jokes. Right. Yeah, right. I yeah, think the whole yeah. thing kind of is an in-joke for, especially for people from Victoria or anybody who remembers it, grew up in a little small town. Um, <laughs> although maybe not, not everybody grows up in one that everybody else from outside of it um, says they envy you, envy you for living in. <laughs> right. Right. Huh. Um, and would I recommend Lost? Yes, absolutely. To a, a, a newbie, I think if I wanted somebody to like this band, uh, as well as if I you know, wanted to reintroduce somebody who knew them a long, long time before or only knew uh, like the earlier album, because a lot of people seem to stop uh, listening to them after Andy left, um, I would absolutely use this. And I, I don't know, maybe the one. Uh, because I, I thought about now yeah. as like a first song to, to let people listen to or uh, maybe Dark Ages. But this one might be even more of a candidate than, than most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I sort of agree. The more I listen yeah. to it, I th- sort of agree. It was never my go-to before, but now when I listen to it even more, I'm like, this would be a fucking good one to first hear. It's, <laughs> it's, it's really great. good. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, anybody got any final thoughts before we do our vote on this fucker? Not really. I, right. I like the lines. Uh, I I go to ho- I go home. To, what's he say? I go home after work each day. Come home and watch the news. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. I go to go to work each day. Come each home day, and watch. Come the home news. and watch the news. What chance <laughs> do we have? I think just us two. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's um, cool. All right. Well, yeah, the I'll mundanity. Go. Actually, in the mundanity and the chaos. Like that is yeah. uh, indicative. Like yeah. both of both yeah. of these songs are that way. <laughs> yeah. Right. God, and, Rob and, sounds and, so good and, singing that, doesn't he? Jesus I love the fact that he talked Christ. about missiles Missiles with eyes search for all who survive, which prefigured drones, which were not yeah, a thing did. back then. But now they're a thing. And so he, he was mm. prefiguring drone warfare uh, a decade oh, or two early. Yep. All right. So now it's time for the voting. <clears throat> uh, no surprise for me. Wait, did is... we ask if it's a no means no song or not? Or we, yeah, I, we I think we kind of yeah, covered yeah, it. We, we got there. Right. So it's time for a third round vote. No surprise for me. It's lost by uh, uh, several circles of hell. So there you go. Michelle, you're the one I'm interested in. Uh, I think you're going to be the wild uh, Yeah, card. I had a little hard time with this one because I really, really like both of them. But I did circle lost. Oh. Hell yeah. Yep. Maddie, yeah. you. Absolutely lost. Um, ah, look at that. My boys. Uh, Paradise is fun to listen to, but Lost is, um, I don't know. Um, Paradise is fun. Um, Lost yeah. is a work of art. It is. It's essential. Ooh. It's essential. Yes, essential. It should, it should probably end up pretty far in our rounds, I think. Yeah. We'll have to see what it comes up against. But it, <sighs> it, it might get a really bad pull next time, but it deserves respect. They both do. Oh, but. man. All right. Well, look at everybody. Paradise is no paradise, apparently, even though we loved it. Oh, no. And Lost is found. So there you go. Now we're going to go into our interstitial. And first of all, apologies to several of you out there who did send us submissions that I totally fucking missed. Both. <gasps> Total over overlooking. Oh, if, you, if you're someone else out there who sent us in something and was like, oh, they didn't must have not liked my shit. Bullshit. We've liked everything that was sent in. I'm really <laughs> grateful to both of these people for going, hey. Uh, no offense, but did you just fucking forget my shit? 
Did somebody's contact and say two, where's two, my two, thing? Two, peop- two people did, oh, which I really, oh. which I really, I asked, I asked people <laughs> to do it. First the of all, same fucking name. Yeah, which is crazy <laughs> in different languages. So that's ironic. Um, my name, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so if you're someone else, first of all, who we had did send something in and we forgot it, please let us know because we want to yeah. read all of them. They're all good. And second, yep. if you have haven't sent something in. Then please do it, Matthew. What, actually, you know, I'm going to say this part since you're going to read the you'll, you're going to read it for us this time. But we want you to send in anything, really. We just love to. We demand that you send in. In in the first season, first round, we were asking people to send in your no means no origin story, uh, any good no means no story you might have related to the band, a concert you saw that meant a lot to you, something like that, meeting the band, that kind of thing, or. Uh, and or what no means no means to you. And we would still love to hear that. And of course, we would love to hear that first and foremost in your own voice. So we haven't had one of those in a long time. If you got, you could record into your iPhone and share it with the address, no means nothing podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear it. But if you don't, excuse me, want to do that, <laughs> then write it to us in an email. No means nothing podcast at gmail.com. You can tell us which one of us you wanted to read it. Uh, we'd love, love to hear it. And also, you don't have to just write in that. I'd like to invite, we've had none of this yet, but I'd like to invite people to send in emails talking about how we really got a particular vote wrong. A song that's been cast or, into right. the outer darkness that really got a fucking bad shape, right? Yeah. What, what, what is that? Is it, is it Beat it's on the Brat? Tell me why, tell me why I'm so, Bruno. tell me why Ono Bruno or Beat on the Brat got a bad shape, right? I, any of them. Just do it. Regardless, we just like to hear from you. We really would. Yeah. If you're a new listener, yep. just reach out to us, and we'd love to hear you. But for now, I'm going to pass the mic to my buddy Matthew, who's got a uh, a listener submission. So, off to you, sir. Yeah. Um, uh, I was just going to say as well. Yeah, we'll just uh, totally send in uh, if you have already sent in your um, send us in send send in more stuff like if you already sent in the main three questions the sort of icebreaker questions that we always uh, tout um yeah send in more send in um again arguing with us about our choices or uh, <laughs> you know tell us a story of uh you know where you were when you were listening to uh our our episode that you disagreed with and you're like s- screaming in at, <laughs> at, at your car stereo sitting in the parking lot of a mall or something indeed Parking lot of a mall. Okay. What are you doing in a parking lot in a mall? I don't know. What are you always doing in a parking lot of a mall? Okay, so I want to see a picture of your dog too. Let's show show me a picture of the dog dog too. All right. So I'm going to read this reader submission. Um, Strangely, the two people who um, wrote and complained uh, both have the name Matthew in different languages so i have been asked to read them being that we share a name so without further ado hello mate here first of all i would like to apologize for my crappy english uh, i understand it perfectly communicating in it on the other hand not so much um you know what this is just this is me matthew not uh slovenian matthew uh talking don't don't apologize for your english man because my slovenian sucks as we're about to no shit. discover because yeah. he said the name of his town, which I'm going to do my best to pronounce. It has a lot, like like many uh, former Yugoslav uh, nations, uh, they have a lot of fucking consonants. <laughs> uh, Trbovia? I'm from Trbovia. 
a small town Whoa. in Slovenia, uh, one of the favorite countries during the touring years of, our, of yours truly, uh, which you already mentioned quite a few times during the podcast. Yeah, I listened to them all. Been a fan of No Means No for a majority of my life, uh, born in 1980. First time I heard them was around 1996 when a schoolmate of mine named uh, Miro Lajovic, or perhaps Lajovic. Uh, there's no accent on there. I think a C in Slovenia is just C. Uh, shout out to the dude if you're listening. Forever grateful. Introduced me to many punk rock bands because I was pretty noobish on that genre because my parents weren't exactly rockers. First punk <laughs> okay. rock tape that he lent to me was a two-album piece of Bad Religion, uh, Suffer, and D.I., Horse Bites, Dog Cries. Needless to say, it blew my mind right away. After that, he gradually fed me bands like The Misfits, Minor Threat, No Effects, Dead Kennedys, SNFU, Snuff, TOA, Social Distortion, not in that order, and I liked a fucking lot of them. After a while, he gave me some more delicate bands like Fugazi, Primus, <laughs> and when I got my hands delicate. on a mix album tape of No Means No, I got hooked instantly. It was a 90-minute wow. audio tape. On one side, it was Sex Mad, which is a perfect fit for one side length, and Wrong on the other side, which wasn't. The last oh song God. didn't make it into the cut, and I knew something was missing because the song at the end of the tape was just brutally stopped, and it didn't sit well with me. <laughs> so I asked him first chance I got, what the fuck? And he calmed me down. <laughs> and he has one 60-minute length audio tape with just Wrong on it, and it was complete with a full I Am Wrong song. He also had Sex Mad, You Kill Me, a compilation and soon i got my hands on that one too a few years later when i got a job in Ljubljana, i was able to buy my stuff and for my first paycheck i bought myself a discman and three cds sex mad you kill me wrong and sailing the seas of cheese by primus which was also oh. one of my holy trinity bands alongside Fugazi. nice although Sweet. no means no always stood out for me for some reason goat i guess Jeez. greatest of all time is thank what you is go oh. all time i guess i never knew that that year i bought all of well, the albums of the them three bands talking. i could get my hands on i saw all of them live fugami fugazi and primus just once each but no means no were on my regular concert list one year when it, they made three shows in a little over a month when they were in house fart touring with the invasives i went to all three of them i think that one <laughs> venue in zagreb uh, croatia canceled so irena buba who was their booking promoter in Slovenia, rest in peace, squeezed them in for another one here. Croatia is our neighboring country. Yes, thank you. Uh, when John saw me on the last one before the show started, he just smiled, raised his bottle of beer, and nodded his head like, you're crazy, dude. I was a little crazy back then. <laughs> nice. yes. yes, crazy about the band because I was overwhelmed by their music altogether, but seeing them live was just something else. So sure, oh, you can appreciate man. their music without live experience. When you see them live, it's like, I can't even describe it. John's drumming made me want to quit playing drums, although I picked a, picked up a thing or two from him. Their energy level at that mileage and age, of course, I never wanted to impose because every time fans surround him like vultures and I didn't want to be one, although I regret that I don't have at least one photo with the band. Sadly, I can't Aww. even remember where I saw them first. I know that it was Dance of Hedos Bourgeoisie tour, and since then I have missed them only once in Slovenia, and that was when they were playing at Rock Otochets Festival which was unusual for them, which because they didn't do festivals, but I think that was more of a right, favor right. to Booba than anything else. I was pretty blessed <laughs> with the opportunity to see them live that many times. There was a short period of time when I was pen-palling with Tom, 
a couple of emails. I think I got his mail from whoever was taking care of that site. No means whatever. I think not sure, but Tom was a great sport. <laughs> Didn't mind that correspondence at all. Or so I thought, but anyway, I stopped after a few exchanges. That's pretty much it. Well, it for my part, I must congratulate you guys for your podcast. I love it. I see that episode 30 was uploaded today. Oh man. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, dude. Yeah, man. So I'll have a blast oh, tomorrow man. at work listening to it. Thanks. And good luck to everyone who's listening. May you live long and prosper. Oh, oh that was fucking great. I I'm so it. sorry we lost that. That was fucking great. Fucking great. Hail Slovenia, man. Fucking great. Yeah. And good job, Matthew. I think you did. A, that's you got to read these ones. I could I'd fucking butchered all that shit. You're I can't even that. read. Fucking linguist. <laughs> Excellent. Boy, it's good. To, I oh, man, I love those listener submissions. Please I do, too. It feels like a friend you haven't met read. yet, right? We didn't have one last uh, week and it felt I felt or not last week. Fucking like last 10 weeks ago I yeah, send them in dum-dums alone. yeah send them in send them in hey we're doing this shit for you least you can do is write write us shit that's your job <laughs> we got this job you got that job fucking step up all right oh no all right in this corner what? we're starting yeah. round guess what, guess what two. time it is guess what time it is it's pee pee time pee pee time pee pee time okay we're back from pee-pee time. Matthew's got a second pee-pee beverage. Another sangria. Time. Are we doing two of those? This is a uh, pink gin and tonic. Ooh. I don't know what the pink is. Except a ginless color. tonic. Yeah. Oh, it's a... Pink yeah, lemonade? Actually, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. No. no, it's got all like the, the botanical stuff that goes into gin. It just doesn't have... Because like, oh, gin is nice. basically like herbal vodka. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we're peed. We're steeped in juices, <laughs> and we're gonna start our second round here. So, second round are two songs again, opposite ends of the fucking spectrum completely. Yep. We've got "Yeah, Little Creep" off mm-hmm. of Narwar, the Human Serviette presents Clam Chowder and Ice versus Big Macs and Bombers, nineteen ninety one. Great fucking album. Mm-hmm. That uh, "Yeah, Little Creep" one up against uh, on episode forty one. It won up against New Age, and that was a oh, unanimous yeah. oh. decision. So when I when I saw this one coming up, again, no spoilers. It's not that I don't like this song, but I was like, really? This was a round two song? And I'm like, oh, yeah, went up against mm-hmm. New Age. That was a, that was a mm-hmm. fitting battle. So anyway, it, it uh, won unanimously. It's up against, do you hear that thundering in the distance? Can you, can you see it coming over the horizon? <laughs> the giant spikes, lightning is shooting up into the sky. I think oh it's a giant God. fucking kaiju. It's a kaiju called Joyful Reunion stomping over the cities of Tokyo. Ladies and gentlemen, please head to your basements. Head to your basements as Joyful Reunion, 0 plus 2 equals 1, 1991. It won in episode 33 against a hard pull. Teresa, give me that knife. Yeah. And this was a Matt and Jordan siding with the kaiju in fear for our very lives against Michelle. Who went with the much more God. delicate and uh, dainty uh, choice? Teresa, give me that knife. I I like that. I like so dainty. so we're Please gonna don't. we're gonna creep we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna joyfully creep up to the boundaries of uh, reality here. Hear a little bit of these songs mashed together, and then we're gonna hear what Matthew has to say about them. So here's a little uh, joy and creepiness. In your-
dog that put you to sleep. can't think of a single other song on that um that nardware compilation because i played the shit out of this one on my radio show so <laughs> it's this is honestly one of my favorite noise of the songs <laughs> oh you, you oh i love that it's it's just I so love it the the, the song right is just so yeah. simple and perfect uh it is a mm-hmm. Hanson song without being a Hanson song because it's not you know this is a Hanson song that they've slapped no means no on it's a no means no song but it just yeah so simple so funny uh again like paradise so much like success about the scene in victoria um especially knowing what uh andy wore uh very very preppy and in your face um he was kind of like the the quintessential opposite of the the slime bag and the little the little creep um i think that this is andy's best sung song Mm, wow are you serious that's a big statement mister yeah wow because he's just kind of he's got so much he's having so much fun he's got so much control he's got he does so many different things you know he's got his his glottis open he's just like a snarl he's got all over the place he's fantastic um you know the 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 lyrics are 
you know, per- perfect. They're simple. The subject is simple. It matches the lyrics perfectly and the music perfectly. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Whereas, okay, Joyful, you're another one of my absolute favorite songs. Um, it, it has a, a lot of meaning for me. Um, I, I've said before how uh, Ghosts and Joyful Reunion is one of my favorite one-two punches on, uh, maybe my favorite one-two punch on any known snow album. Uh, hmm. They're inextric- inextricable for me, although you can listen to them individually, but I sort of need one, need the chocolate and the peanut butter. Um, and, uh, they are songs that, uh, helped me a lot when my dad, uh, after my dad died. And, uh, mm-hmm. I just had the idea, um, when, uh, I was listening to this song and reading the lyrics again and how much they mean to me, uh, that, uh, a very old friend of mine, uh, came to visit me after, I don't see him very often. Um, I, much to my, uh, chagrin, uh, haven't been, part of each other's lives as much as I would like, but he made a point of coming to see me after my dad died. Um, and he is actually a Presbyterian minister. Uh, the hmm. friend, one of my oldest friends, I could not be less religious, uh, but uh, he once said that uh, uh, I was one of the best Christians he knows. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Uh, which is pretty pretty cool. Anyway, his, uh, his yeah, dad yeah, yeah. Um, just uh, chose... Uh, he he had uh, dementia uh, connected with Parkinson's, and just the other day he uh, chose uh, what's called in Canada um, made uh, medically assisted death. Oh right. So uh, he went off uh, wow. peacefully, and I'm going to make a very strong point of uh, pointing uh, my friend to these lyrics and these songs, even though they're not necessarily his cup of tea. I think he'll really oh, get a lot hey, out of them. Oh meeting. wow. Oh yeah. wow. So, okay. uh, songwriting um, for Joy of Reunion is so just, it's just like a, it's hard hard for me to describe like sort of the, the, the image in my head. It's like uh, uh, just a huge laser beam, but not thin, like a big fucking cable of a laser beam yeah. just like shooting yeah. through space. It's going to mm-hmm. go, not, it's not going to stop at the planet. And, and sort of like burn, burn a big orange hole in it before no, it's going through. It's blast right through. through that fucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. The lyrics are some of the most powerful lyrics uh, in any No Means No song for me. Uh, some of my favorite should you? lyrics in any verse at all. Uh, I His performance is super intense. Um, I, let's get the lyrics up here. Does I love say how, that in there? Why should you? Oh, yeah. Does he say that? I like, like that. And yeah. aside to himself at the end of each uh, verse. Mm. Uh, so the, hmm. the way it's written in the lyrics is it's in brackets. So it's sort of like he says something really powerful and then it's sort of like not a response, but just like a little addendum. Um, okay. And uh, he's like responding to himself, even though he's talking to someone else. Um, so I get these lyrics up because I wanted to quote some of them and I wish I had not got rid of them. Jordan uh, probably knows them. I know them. I know them too, but I want to like pull them out and make I, sure I that don't. I say them. Yeah, of course. Okay. I've got a new setup here and I've got like a 60 inch screen 
and it's yeah, actually a it's really a big hard. TV. It's impractical. I am discovering that it is impractical to use a computer on a screen that uh, you have to totally crane your neck everywhere. Anyway, <laughs> um, back yeah, up. Yeah. Did you give a damn? Why should you? And hung up. Bye bye. I don't know anything anymore. Um, there's always just to rise again is my special art. You can't kill me. There's like uh, a response to each first yeah, yeah. couple of lines. Um, mm-hmm. Super amazing. Um, I still tear up from a bunch of these, um, especially. Hi. Uh, you know, um, I'll grow up again with First Rain just the same. Uh, this song always lifts me up when it, I'm feeling down it is a song about um erasure but indomitability um, oh. it is a song of absolutely uh, relentless and positive um, and powerful joy uh i love the tearing guitar at the beginning where it's, uh-huh. it's, uh, the drums come in and it's like oh, it's like he's tearing open the package that the guitar is in <laughs> like, that's right it's the rips it open the guitar's in this bloody womb it's like yeah. Are you talking um, about the pick slide? Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a pick slide. It's sick. That's fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I love <laughs> pretty much everything else, everything in it. Uh, the hi-hat. Um, there's a part where um, I don't know what, what it is. It sounds like what I would think a bow, like a violin bow bounced on strings would sound like. Oh. It's, it's just like this percussive thing that he's doing with the guitar. Um Oh, I don't know what you mean. It's it's at the beginning as well with the sort of tearing sounds. Uh, I do know what you mean. Like it's it's almost like Rob. It sounds like Rob just kind of bouncing off the strings, but it does sound like a bow more. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's doing something really cool with this. I think he's slowing his... down. I think he's slowing down the pick and going between the. No, the it's Rob though. Grooves. It's not. It's no, not, that's it, what I'm oh, you saying. Think so it could be. I think he's just going. But it sounds so bouncy. Anyway, I know what you're talking about. It's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. The, the if doubled, that's the right spot, I think that's double drums. Uh, I, I only found that out years later, but yeah, he actually <laughs> double tracked the drums. Cheater. <laughs> he didn't grow himself an extra appendage. Um, yeah, no <laughs> take the easy road. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. The little creep. Uh, what do I like about it? I, I, I just like the snottiness. I love uh, Andy. Yep. It is just uh, such a, a joyful song as well. Um, what bugs me about you little creep is that maybe there's not more like it. Uh, <laughs> I would have liked to see hmm. more of the, uh, those silly, sillier songs. Maybe that went into the Hansons after Andy left, but the, yeah, uh, a little bit more playful, a little bit more silly, which here in um, early, you know, know that Andy is in, but it's a little darker tone somehow. I don't know. Um, uh, okay, what do I like about, or what bugs me about Joy Reunion? Nothing, <laughs> except the fact that it needs needs ghosts, <laughs> and um, <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe the fact that it was uh, the last, except possibly uh, "Forward to Death." It was the last uh, song released with Andy on it. Right. Yep. This is oh. Demi Mall. Yeah. So great. That is what I'm, oh yeah. I, I think. I mean, I'm not a time signature guy, but I think there's a bunch of them going on at once. I think the drums are in 5-4 at one point. Oh. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. I wonder if I haven't taught that before. Yeah. It, it is, it's I like hard five, to nail four. down. Yeah. yeah. Huh. All right, Strangey. Yeah. What you got for us? Is it my turn now? Your turn. Yeah. All You're right. Up. 
Yep, a bat. Casey's All right, a bat. Uh, you little creep. Man, Andy could, couldn't suck if he wanted to. That's my first sentence, and I mean it. The man couldn't suck if he wanted to. This song from Note 1 is full of sneer and attitude. His guitar sounds like aluminum foil in a good way. Some of the hardest songs to write are the simplest ones. I have a piece of paper over my light here, so it's a little difficult for me to read, so that's why (laughs) I sound like this. Yeah, some of the hardest songs to write are the simplest ones, and this one delivers a good kick in the ass with plenty of snarl. Comparing it to Joyful Reunion is really kind of pointless <laughs> as they're so, so different. One is a crusty, crusty punk and the other is a colossal explosion of cool. If I recall correctly, our thoughts about You Little Creep were positive nods to the subject of the song, even though they had their flaws. They're a positive band, right? <laughs> uh, Joyful Reunion. If this song doesn't blow your mind and kick your ass, you might be dead. The goddamn drums are once again at center stage, and it's daring as fuck. Another gem is the pick slides Rob does. This is a fan favorite for all the right reasons, and anyone I talk to is even vaguely familiar with this band cites this as crucial listening. Mm. For anyone who's actually seen it, it is something that won't be forgotten anytime mm. soon. One of their, quote, epic bangers that I think even they'd put on their top 10 list. Nice. I yeah. think they would put it. I think they would uh, put this up there as one and, of their and favorites. Andy wouldn't. He was sort of not disparaging, but he was a little altogether. <laughs> yeah, it was a little, well, little dispi- not a little dismissive right. of it. Of it John but, and Rob would. Yeah, and, probably. Uh, probably. Uh, I remember uh, Rob uh, saying that um, he had when we were in the interview with him, that he had like several more verses for it. <clears throat> and John was like, no, wait, of I joyful can't. reunion. I of thought joyful. it was, uh, no, it's joyful reunion. And he was like, oh. uh, and Ro- and John was like, no, it's not, it's nope. to be too long. It's got yeah. to, I mean, now <laughs> as, as much as I'd love to, I was going to say as much as I'd like to hear what those are, this is perfectly yeah. Yeah. like, it's just yep. as long as it needs to be. Right. Um, right, right, right. All right. Uh, anything else, Michelle? Should I, dive no, in? no, that was it. Your turn. All right. Um, yeah, man, you little creep versus joyful reunion. I mean, fucking, I could stretch my arms out as far as I possibly could be Mr. <laughs> Stretchy and still would not be far enough apart to show how different stretch these songs Armstrong. are. Yep. Um, so probably my, why I would have less to say about you little creep is that I was brand new to me as of this podcast. Like I did not have spin it on a radio song. I'd never heard the Narwhal mm. uh, compilation. It had never heard it period ever. So it was really fantastic to discover it. It's a, yeah, it's, yeah. I, I think I'd agree, Matthew, in that it's a, um, it's a handsome brother song, but it's not right. It's, it's more, right. it's got more no means no DNA, although yeah, it, it does. It does. And, and Michelle, as you said, sometimes the simplest songs are the hardest to play, right? Yeah. They're, it's, it's the hardest it's, to it's write. Hard to, yeah. It's harder to write. Yeah. They're hard to make engaging, mm-hmm. but this mm-hmm. song is mm-hmm. really, really fucking engaging, really well done. Yeah. I could not in a million years say this is Andy's best performance, but it's a re- as, as Matthew would, but I think it's a fucking great performance and, and, and Andy is amazing in it. It's absolutely amazing and very subtle. Like he really plays that sneer so many different ways. <laughs> it's so fucking <laughs> yeah. great. I think it's a it's a very sweet song in its way, right? Like I, exactly, it's a very yeah. sweet kind of sincere uh, hookup love story. It's about like a crush. I, yeah, it's about a crush and a hookup, and it's just Weird fucking crush. great. And and 
you smell seeing through the disgusting aspects of something to be like yeah you know what Uh, let's make it work it's gonna work i can see what's underneath there um so i think it's fucking great in that and um yeah it's a great song it's a really good no means no song and it's then there's fucking joyful reunion and i'm sorry if you've ever seen that old uh old cartoon from years and years and years ago when i was a kid called bambi versus godzilla that's this to me like (laughs) fucking joyful reunion just comes and it's just like (laughs) i don't think sorry (laughs) sorry bambi you're just a splat. Joyful Reunion's got to take the stage. Joyful Reunion is so powerful and yeah. intimate at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's both powerful and intimate. It's both huge and direct. It's anthemic and yet The fucking personal. drums. God. All of it. The drums and Rob's oh, performance. Rob's performance is yes. incredible. Yep. It is incredible. This I, I had yep. put my in my notes last time, and I still agree that if I were to ever do a no means no karaoke, like this would be the song I'd want to do. Like I'd want to get up there and scream this song. Oh man. In karaoke just to like fucking how cathartic it would be to just shout this song out. Um, joyful, a joyful reunion is just, it's so joyous and it, it, it has a vein of destruction and a vein of Genesis that run parallel it's a right. it's raising the institutions to the ground and raising the institutions up at the same time right it it walks that line that that paradoxical line of the way down and the way up and it 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 has that even in the sense of what it sounds like it's this song that you could imagine just fucking ripping everything down but at the same time, it makes you want to build something back up again, right? Yeah. It's not. It's, it's got all of that. It's, again, one of those mm-hmm. songs that's very holographic. It's very hagiographic. It really it makes you feel what it's trying to say in every fucking aspect of it. It is absolutely a work of genius. It is absolutely yep. a work of art. And probably yep. my favorite closer of No Means No by far. I think the ending this album was just like, fuck yeah, like this. 10 out of 10, no notes. This is absolutely. And if Andy had to go out, although it's not his, it's not a showcase of Andy really. Right. Like it's not, it's pretty straightforward in the guitar, even though he's a great job. Right. In right, terms right. of like a note to go out on for that era of the band. Mm-hmm. Fucking hey, I mean, it's fucking mm-hmm. joyful. It's a reunion. <laughs> By the way, can you guys get us a joyful reunion? That'd be really great. Just putting it yeah, out there. Yeah, um, thank you. And lyrically, it's also Rob, as you mentioned, Matthew, it's Rob at the top of his game. I mean, he uses is something he does quite often where he uses these common turns of phrase, but he uses them in the way that totally add more depth and subvert their original meaning. And going back to my notes before, I still, that, that line in this ball of confusion through these painful convolutions, there's no clear cut solution, just a joyful reunion. And realizing that painful Rob. convolutions, just that alone has like four or five meanings, right? It's like Mm -hmm. painful convolutions, which sounds like convulsions. Things are convoluted when they're too complicated and they're too hard to get through. Convolutions are also the the crenellations on your brain. But it's also this type of equation, I'm going to say again, that are a mathematical operation with two functions that produce a third function that expresses how the shape of one is modified by the other. Which, well, if you really unpack that, that's the whole fucking song in one yeah. lyric, right? And to me, this song really, it, it does speak to that, that, that feeling of a, of, a, of a voice that's been kept down too long, that's, that's being released. But this, this time, listening to it more and more, it really felt like a conscience. It felt like suppressed conscience that can't be fucking suppressed. And how it's always going to come to the fore 
at some point. And you can squeeze the world into the palm of your hand. When it lay in pieces, we give a damn. Why should you? But I'm not going to fucking let you stand by that, right? Like, I, I, I you're going to be cut and dry and hung up, right? Like, bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're not going to be able to stand with that. Everything yeah. is this you know, someone trying to avoid what they, what they are. And that, that, that friend who makes you start again is going to pop up that smash through the looking glass fucker. I'm you, yeah, but I'm that part of you that you'll never be able, fucker. as much as you try to keep that part of you down, it's going to fucking be there and it's going to confront <sighs> yeah. you. And at the same time, embracing that is joyful because that's the part. If you make peace with, you're going to be a whole person. It's when you don't make peace with that conscience, you fucking you're going to be a it, constant fucking, <laughs> Uh, uh, a pain and fucking, mm -hmm. you know, cut off from the source of what you are. And so it's this painful thing, painful convolution to fucking right. face that and to hear it. And it's something that's going to fucking smash right through the glass with a bloody fist, but accepting it is what's going to make you whole. And that's fucking joyful. God, this song is just so I know. fucking and good. And the music it's is so, as so good, good as the lyrics. And the, music the music is, is as, as good. good as the lyrics. And while I said, I think I hinted that maybe like paradise, this didn't have as many, contours fuck it it should of course it does it has so many fucking contours in different ways it's loud all the time until yep. of course you yeah. get to that beautiful part where everything cuts out in the middle and it's just a again it just goes right back to the drums and it lets you breathe a minute then rob layers back in the guitars layer back in and then it just fucking comes right back in at fucking 12 and takes you all the way to the fucking end ah just every part of this is so well executed i just want to I just want to eat the song alive. I just want to yeah. fucking take it inside and eat it alive. And I, I, I absolutely can listen to the song a hundred times straight. I can just fucking rewind, 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 replay, replay, replay. <laughs> rewind. And it never fucking gets old. <laughs> no, I just, this is a gift. It's a gift. Yes, that this song yes. was made. It's a gift that this song exists. It's a gift that we get to fucking talk about it. And then all you fuckers out there get to go and go, yep, I'm going to listen to this right now after this episode. Fuck this. I'm gonna go listen to 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 fucking joyful reunion. That's how you go out. That's how you leave the world. That's how you, you play leave the, it. It's and, a you know, mic. It's a mic drop. It's, it's a, a yeah. fucking Epic, mic drop. They took a city and dropped it. That's what they did on this. It's <laughs> a mic is nothing, man. This is a fucking. They picked up a continent and went like, "Fuck you, fuckers." <laughs> um, God, I just everything about this song. So what is, you vote for? <laughs> everything about this song is absolute perfection. Yep. What do I not like about you, little creep? Well, no, I mean nothing in particular. Like, I, there's nothing about it I don't like. I think it's a really fucking good song. It's really like, like you said, it's like it, it's 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 deceptively simple, but so fucking well executed. Yes. Um, absolutely. I don't think I would want more of this in the No Means No Uber. I'm happy that they went in Hanson Brothers and did all of that, but I don't need more of that in my peanut butter. I'm happy to keep that in the chocolate land, but it's beautiful chocolate. Joyful right. reunion fucking yeah man that's like i don't know yeah fucking a million times over give me give it's that coffee. to me it's give coffee that, give that to me in every hole i will take it all right uh <laughs> let's start let's start round two matthew oh god what do we got for round two here okay uh give that is to me in every hole your little creep representative of no means no no it is not it is uh quite unique quite uh you know it's it's it stands on its own and you know appropriately enough it is not on a no means no official release it is on a compilation it is with other things uh -huh. uh, oh and we should explain what that was actually it was a bunch of canadian bands on one side and a bunch of american bands on the other that's right um, and uh, i i don't know that 
yeah, it was that wasn't released anywhere else of No Moon's Nose. And I don't know uh, whether the other songs were written specifically for hmm. that compilation, or I don't know enough about it. I should probably, I have it. I should probably like get it out and have a look. Um, ideas for the uh, episode title. Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, it, is it representative of No Moon's Nose? Uh, or is it is it important in the oeuvre? No, it's it's not either. It's 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 a one off, um, uh, too unusual, too weird. Uh, would I recommend it? Um, I would play this for anybody, but not to get them into Nomi's now. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah, because it's like it's a great song. It's hilarious. It's impossible not to like it. I would say. Um, yeah, uh, joyful reunion. Um, representative. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, it's very unlike most uh, other No Means No songs, uh, particularly because there's no bass in it. Um, that is uh, <laughs> one thing that definitely stands out for me. Um, uh, yeah, in the, there isn't? in the nope, there ain't. Oh, I, okay. All right, go on. Uh, is it important? You just blew in, my uh, mind, for, but go on. Yes, it. Uh, I think it's very, very important. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, Again, uh, a lot of uh, it's one that people know. It's one pe- one that people remember. It is an amazing kicker. It's one of the most intense and powerful songs. I'd say it's very very important. And um, would I introduce a newbie to it? It depends. Um, I think maybe not the best song to get people into No Means No if that's the intention. Um, but uh, I might uh, play it for somebody like just as an incredible thing and something that means a lot to me. But maybe not representing no means no so i don't know yeah good yeah. those are good points mm. michelle how about mm. you my, is, is it my turn your yeah. turn for round two okay okay I, I i i like what you said matthew about playing it for somebody because again i have a hard time answering that because it depends on the situation and i initially wrote no i i, I wouldn't like play this for somebody so which song are you talking about Joyful Reunion. Okay. Were you talking about that? Well, you're supposed yeah. to compare them. Yes, I was. I oh, oh, I did the wrong thing? No, 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 no you no, didn't. You didn't. I just wasn't clear. Oh, oh, no, oh. no I, I don't know if I would play play them for it as, as if I would, uh, unless it was really quiet and I wanted to bombard them with something. <laughs> I, I, prob- I, I probably would have, but would I take them to see this live? Fuck mm. yes. Good point, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh... I think I'm going out of turn here with the, with the thing. Uh, you little creep, would I play this for somebody? Uh, maybe. Not to blow their minds or anything, but I would play it as a great, succinct, perfect punk rock song about being snarly and greasy and gross and how <laughs> that's not such a bad thing. I, you know, yeah, it's a great, great song. I love it. A- am I fucking up here? No, no, no. not at all. All right, all right, all right. Are we doing the third one now? Nope. Not yet. Oh God! No I just yet. shit the bed. I, okay. No. All right. No. You no. Don't. So, okay. right. um, yeah. Fuck. In terms of like where they fit, are they both uh, in the oeuvre no, or represent No Means No as a whole? Yeah, I don't think Eagle Creep does really. Um, maybe throws up into their alter ego, the Handsome Brothers, a bit on that. So it's not mm-hmm. not representative of a part of them. But mm-hmm. I don't think for No Means No itself, it's very representative. I, I think No Means. I think Joyful Union is not in the sense that it follows a uh, a formula that you might find in other songs but in the fact that it's so emotionally powerful in such an immediate way 
Meaning mm-hmm. that for me, I don't think it takes much, even if you don't understand the lyrics, to just grok the impact and the power grok. behind what is being said. I think it's very right. immediate, and I think it 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 doesn't. It's not subtle in that way. And I think there are other no means no songs that are like that in the sense that it makes you feel, oh shit, these guys are tapped yeah. into something really fucking strong, and yeah. it all just comes through. So mm-hmm. I think it is. It is representative of the Uber for me in that way. But yeah, it's, it is also very unique in a way. There, there's no bass in it. It's very fucking, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. They, they're both songs that are very, but but it is very representative in the sense that, in the sense that it's an important song. It's, it is oh. one of their songs that you can, any No Means No fan, you could go Joyful Reunion and their eyes just light up. I, like, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah absolutely. That That's song. the top of the mountaintop with that one. A hundred percent. And um, yeah. I don't know. I would never play your little creep for anybody. Probably. It's not like, I don't know anybody that would <laughs> that I, like people I'm trying to get into their music. I'd be trying to get into for the emotional heft. And this one doesn't have it. Like I, mm-hmm. the little creep doesn't. So I, I, I don't think I'd ever play it for anybody. It's not that I don't think it's a good song, but I just wouldn't have any reason to. Hmm. Um, whereas joyful reunion. No, I would. And I, it, yeah. depending because I do feel like it, um, it short circuits the need for someone to understand why no means no is a good band just because it's so emotionally direct and clear that without even understanding the lyrics, it just is a circuit that I feel like you can plug right into someone's chest and go, there it is. This is like, this is them at 11, but listen, I'm going to have you lie down in the dark and I just want you to listen to this. I'm going to plug you into the wall. Ready? Here we go. And I just think it's an experience. It's something, and I have, I've played this for people in that sort of scenario. Um, You know, I think there, again, it depends on the person. This is a hard question. It's like, who, who is it that I'm trying to, but if I really want someone to feel the band without having to be like, oh, listen to the words really carefully, or would oh, you hear that part? But just like, no, just lay back and just let it fucking wash over you like a tidal wave. Exactly. Yeah. This is that song. I don't think there's any other yeah. song that's just kind of like, yeah, just fucking take it in and all your holes. Yep. Open up your holes. It's coming. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah, there's that. All right. I think we're going to, uh, to voting. Um, Matthew, <laughs> you're up. Oh, I wonder where this is going. Uh, oh, it's, it's joyful. <laughs> Um, I yeah. love you, little creep. But yeah, yeah, it's a it's a one off. It's a novelty song, and uh, Jerk yeah. and it's just so incredibly like powerful for me. And you know, I, I am. I mean, uh, my friend I mentioned, uh, he will have heard No Means No. I'm sure I've taken him to a show over the years, but um, it will definitely be back. You know, I'm introducing him to him with uh, with Joyful Reunion. And, you know, he he is uh, one of the the Christians that you wish most Christians right. were, and I think yep. there'll be a lot for him in uh, the lyrics mm. to this song. Uh, that nice, help him as much That's as possible. Yeah. Maybe on a different level, but uh, yeah, it could be have a very Christian interpretation. Uh, sure. Hmm. And not in Christian, Christian in, in the in the acts meaning, like how you actually are in the world, that's not right. in the hypocritical bullshit way. Yeah, no, I think mm-hmm, that's that's mm-hmm. that's well said. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, Michelle. Oh, okay. I, I want to give some props to you, little creep. I just a- Andy's killing it in this, just like Matthew said. He's just he's so fucking raw. However, joyful reunion is totally getting my vote. The onslaught, the fucking drums coming down the street, coming to bite your ass. God damn, is this something? It's something else. 100%. Epic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's joyful reunion for me too. I mean, you little creep. 
again, I'm really glad to have discovered it by doing this podcast. No shade mm-hmm. on it at all. But mm-hmm. I mean, Joyful mm-hmm. Reunion, it got a bad poll for sure. <laughs> I mean, you could put up a bunch of songs against Joyful Reunion and they'd fall to the wayside. But um, Your Little Creep, yep. to me, is an easy crumb to wipe off the table. It just it's makes a good you song. feel good, doesn't it? It makes it, it you makes feel, me feel good. It makes me feel yeah. all sorts of things. It makes me feel oh, good, yeah. powerful, sad, mm-hmm. melancholy, mm-hmm. intense, mm-hmm. present. It really ma- uh, Let me say this about the song, too. One of the big differences between these two kind of songs for me in No Means No, you little creep, my mind will wander as I'm listening to it. It does not pull my attention into it. Mm. Joyful mm. Reunion, my mind never wanders. I am fully attentive without effort. It is just, it makes, it brings my attention to the fore and, and nails it there, right to the cross, um, yep. just because of its intensity and, and sincerity. So yeah, Joyful Reunion by a, by a, a Kaiju Mile. Wow, Man, Un- we, unanimity. We, we voted unanimous. You, you, unanimous. Twice. Sweet. You know, I wanted to bring up something that you, uh, it was sort of a little uh, aside for you, but uh, just because Who, you? I'm from Victoria, Vancouver area, and, you know, we talked about No Means No, and something that, you know, started in this area and, you know, really influenced a lot of stuff. You mentioned um, Bambi meets Godzilla, a little animated yeah. short. And um, Bambi versus Godzilla was actually made by uh, Marv Newland. Um, he's a, I think he's American, but he lived in Canada most of his life, and uh, uh-huh. or still does. Um, and he 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 in large part is um, Vancouver has a huge and has for a long time uh, animation industry, uh, and he started international rocket ship um, animation. So you know, um, animation festivals, uh, you know, Luba the Butcher. Um, <laughs> Um, MTV, YTV, Nickelodeon, uh, tons and tons of stuff this guy did. Uh, I don't nice. think wow. there would be this, the kind of uh, animation industry in Vancouver uh, had it not been from Rav Newland. And uh, Look at that. I don't think there'd be like Hi. Star Trek Lower Decks. I don't think there would be Rick and Morty uh, without Rav Newland. So you know, pops nice. for you to have him mention Beavis that little, Butthead? you know, <laughs> yep, probably, probably. <laughs> Yeah. I love Beavis and Butthead. So yeah, no, I mean uh, that was, that was one on. of those early formative cartoons for me that went like, oh, people could be really fucking weird in cartoons. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome, man. I'm so fucking glad a. you two met. I'm no so shit. glad you two met. No Can shit. I just say that your your brothers from another mother's brothers in the weird. Yep, yep, you are. Well, <laughs> folks. This has been a Jeez. fun one. Uh, unlike yeah. most of our recent outings, this one is not two to three hours long. We're at a crisp hour and a half, which I think is pretty right. pretty great. No Means No Thing is produced and edited by yours truly, Jordan Flato. Co-hosting and podcast graphics are by the excellent Matthew Kowalik. Yeah. Michelle Strangest is our third and, let's face it, everyone's favorite co-host and official Stop. Foley artist. Stop. Shout out to our mascot, Teddy. We love you, Teddy. Thank you to Stock... No. Thank you to No Means No for the use of Stock Taking as our intro and outro music. My mind is buried at the bottom of the sea. My voice... It's eaten by the crabs.
All right. We're in the nether regions, folks. Let's uh, let's roll the dice. Oh. oh. Oh, I've got my paper. Oh. An old controversial oh. favorite oh. rears its ugly head. Oh, my dude. Are you typing? It's coming. Are you ready? No. There it is. I there see nothing. There it is. It's in chat. Look in the chat. <laughs> Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, and it's another, okay, well, fuck, man. Some of these epics are just hiding in the bushes. This is this not, okay. is going to be fun. That one is going to yeah, be this fucking one's, this one's gonna be fun. fun. Too. This one's going to be fun, too. Look at this next one. Yeah, interesting oh, episode. Oh, wow. Interesting episode. All right, folks, tune in, because that's going to be fun. We may or may not have a guest. I know we had promised that we were going to have guests on every episode. Yeah, well, we guess what? That's fucking some, uh, hard, invitees. but we're going to do it. Yeah, we got we got some plans. Yeah, so. trying to get four fucking schedules meshed into yeah, a... Yeah, it's rough. Just our three schedules is like fucking calculus. So anyway. Um, all right, well, that's it. So uh, we'll see you next time. And oh, uh, I forgot to tell you all. Fuck off. Oh, jeez.